The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Straight out of Compton. What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Jesse J here in studio. I can't not but like rap to it. Black Hollywood Live. I'm joined by my favorite. We got Cameron Penny sitting right to my left. It's all good. I'm all out of my breath. Abrina, she's sitting here. She back in the studio. She got that fire. She gonna drop it in the beat, yo. Hey, let's get it's your girl, Brina. Hey. Have you seen her? <laughs> what up, Abrina? Thank you for stopping by. Again. Looking good. Looking Thanks. good. She, I'll get to that. She never bit. comes any other way. I'm, I've always seen her videos and her pictures. I've never seen her up close and personal. I hope I didn't. And now it's like I want to, we need to switch seats. I'm like, you guys are so far away. It's like. I'm Come like, on, let's all just what? get in the same well, we camera for this interview. <laughs> Abrina is the Beyonce today. Thank um, you. All right, Abrina. So you got some a new video out for Fire, yeah. and it is Fire. Thank you. Appreciate you. A little uh, more um, grown woman than what we've seen before. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, okay. I was so like, my mom was like. <laughs> So, you trying to be more risque? <laughs> She's like, is it just going to get worse and worse and worse? I'm like, maybe. We're going to have Pacey's <laughs> no. next time. No, just kidding. Um, all right, so before we show the video, we have some Twitter topics to go over. Obviously, I mean, you'd have to live under a rock to have heard about this Meek Mill versus Drake situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so with Meek. Wrong one. Well, no, th- this is the beef category. We got oh, okay. a lot of beef going on. We got Lil' Kim, her baby daddy. Got you. But got first, you. let's talk about Meek, though. Oh, okay. So what Meek did is he wrote an open letter and apologized, kind of, to Drake. Mm-hmm. He came out and said, I never should have entertained it. You were the one who started it. Mm. Drake entertained it. But okay. He said, I'm making way too much money to throw it away over guys talking about each other like girls. Mm. I'm glad he's noticing this. I feel like you started it and someone responded and now he removed one and no off SoundCloud. He said, you know, to end the beef, I'm going to take it down. I'm wondering if it's more like no one fucked with it and that's why he took it down or that the WWE was like that's the Undertaker's theme song please remove that from your SoundCloud or else we will be seeing you in court well you know he's still (laughs) taking shots at Drake on a couple well, yeah, of con- he said, I know, concert tours. He said something about turn Drake's into Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn which I'm Jenner. like, mm, 
Look, this is the thing about the whole not right now. The Meek and Drake right. thing. You know what I'm saying? Meek is a street guy. These are these guys don't end beefs. It's like you you know what I mean? It's never over with them. So they why everybody in Drake's camp is laughing and they think they won, it's not over because if they all in one room, I'm sure somebody from Meek Camp gonna snuff yep. somebody from oh, Drake. Definitely. These are street guys, they don't let it go. And to really if you really want to end it, this is what we need to do. I'm telling it right now and make sure y'all give me my check for this. You heard it here first. You guys need to get in a ring. What? And battle, <laughs> battle lyrically. Oh, okay. One mic to mic. Then we can see who the champ is because you couldn't pick a winner because it was public opinion. And Jake's Drake's always gonna win. But if you want to get in a real battle, get in the ring, and that's how we're gonna determine the winner. Right. Okay, one. Please stop slamming your hands. Making <laughs> really into this right now. Like. I'm sorry because so you know what I mean. I feel I'm light skinned like Drake, so I feel him. But I'm from the streets like Meek, so I get it because the beef is never over in the streets. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad you think so highly. But don't you feel like Drake just got the upper hand just because he just has so much more fans? He just was on another level. But you can't... It's like if Meek would have been out longer, would have been in the game a little bit longer, would have had much of the same kind of fan base. To a point. I think to me, when I hear them lyrically, Drake is more diverse mm-hmm. with what he presents right. artistically. I love Meek. I'd be waking up in the morning and listening to my yeah, Meek like on my run. I love both of them. Like, you know? I love both of them. So. Both but, of them are super talented, but Drake, like you said, is more diverse, and Drake has better music. Mm-hmm. You know, just put it out there. He makes better radio records. He's more acceptable to an audience of America and cross seas. And he's attached to like that whole Young Money movement, so it was like that fan base came up hard. Now, we got Meek with the whole Nicki situation. Yeah. And it hurt Meek so bad being under Rick Ross like so many people came out and said stuff about that (laughs) well that's kind of crazy with him being under Rick Ross and Rick Ross affiliation with Drake and then him being on Nicki Minaj's tour and they being on Young Money and he dissing it it's just all bad like it doesn't make sense for nobody (laughs) you know what I mean like but shout out to Meek Uh, but that would be really cool actually if someone did do something like the whole like uh, what was it Um, oh my god when they got in the rain? Um, oh, Money Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Like how, yeah. you know, we get so hyped for boxing matches. Yeah. But imagine, me came from like the grind time, exactly. like those things. Imagine bringing that with big stars. Exactly. Oh, Can you imagine the no, money? That would be crazy. Three rounds. You like, heard it here on Black Hollywood Live. So that. let's make it happen. I think that that would be bigger than boxing. I you know what? I'm going to call my people out this and get the momentum started on this. Boom. All right. Cut the show. You know, since then, Meek has been posting pictures of him and Nikki on Instagram, and they look like they're a happy couple. But he ain't the only one posting pictures of Nikki on Instagram. There's been some beef in a relationship world when it comes to Nikki. I mean, Lil, Lil Kim and her boo daddy or baby daddy. Um, they broke up. Mm-hmm. And allegedly, she's saying that there was some abuse in the relationship. He's saying that there's been some abuse as far as Little Kim being a deadbeat mom. He posted this thing on Instagram and said, um, deadbeats are women who don't allow their kid to see their father. And he also posted a picture of Nicki Minaj half naked on his Instagram. And I'm sure that didn't go over too well with Kim. Definitely not. (laughs) Well... You know, her baby daddy, Mr. Papers, is always, you know, he's been he's been a struggling rapper and he's trying to get struggling his name out there and his biggest claim to fame was laying an egg in 
the queen bee and um she just not paying him no attention and he's kind of salty about that i'm sure that like kim sent out a tweet saying hey listen if you was properly set up i will let our daughter be with you but since it's not happening like that she's with me so but he's just salty he's looking for some fame because matter of fact when they were saying floyd mayweather was a father mm-hmm. mr paper starts sending out tweets and everything like no mm-hmm. i'm the dad i'm the dad posting pictures of him and kim together so he just seemed looking for his 15 minutes which is over with i, I was uh I had worked with her on uh, the t- her little Kim tour uh, when she kind of came back out. And he was in one of the hotel rooms, and I was just like, everyone was just kicking it and being real cool. And he was just in the other room, just awkward. Mm, very so, awkward. Um, well, it's like, that's a low blow. Like, you know your baby mama despises this woman. <laughs> it's just a low blow. Like, it's just immature. Childish. You yeah, know? So, you know. Uh, all right, so we got some new stuff coming up. Dr. Dre's Compton release. Did y'all get to take a listen? I, went- I did. I listened, but I didn't see the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay, so not the movie, but the, the, the oh, okay, album. okay, the album. So this is obviously 16 years since his last release, um, which, by the way, went to the NWA uh, premiere, uh, Straight out of Compton premiere. I'm going to keep calling it the NWA movie, because that's what the fuck it is. But Straight out of Compton premiere, it was... Awesome! I like it, it, they delivered with that. It got a little VH one y at the end for me, um, but the beginning was so strong, mm. and it carried through the movie that I didn't even care. But it was it was like one of those things like the movie could have been ten minutes shorter or another hour longer, mm-hmm. and I would have been fine with either one of those. Mm-hmm. I could have gone another hour with it. I'm excited. I want to see it. I'm excited to see what it does to the music industry Mm because I think it's going to I left wanting to be a rapper I was like fuck yeah fuck the police (laughs) so we'll see from that but so Dr. Dre's uh, new album Compton it's on a streaming on Apple I got to listen to it. Did you get a chance? Yeah, I went through the whole... I didn't get to smoke on it and sit back and... I did know, not get to smoke on take it. I take it all in, but that, I definitely... You know? I checked it out. I mean, the production, the sound quality, the snares and the bass. I mean, it's just popping out of your speakers. So definitely A1 on that. And especially mm-hmm. mixed with Apple Music yeah. and how they're doing it's, all the new technology. The sound is just incredible which features, makes it yeah features Kendrick dope. Lamar's on there um you know he Dre has some ghost writing but um he's definitely um spilling his heart out you know post Ferguson um you know a lot of the things they talk about back in 89 90 are still happening today and uh he speaks a little bit on that album so I like it though check it out and all of the um proceeds will go to uh Compton Charity so that's oh, dope. dope of him. I didn't know that. Nice. Um, we get Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Ice Cube, Exhibit, Kendrick Lamar, Marsha Ambrosia, some new people, King Mez, Anderson, who's on uh, the song Animal, which is so dope. Um, we get Justice, John Connor, Candy, Candace Pillay, and Asia Bryant. Um, my personal favorite that I've heard is One Shot, One Kill with Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. I just keep replaying it in my car, and I love being out here in California for it because it just... <laughs> I'd be feeling West like, Coast. Yes, I'd just be feeling myself <laughs> in my car. Coast. <laughs> West Coast. <laughs> now, they are saying that um, the track with Kendrick Lamar, Dark Side, might be taking a shot at Drake. I mean, he said the starting from the bottom thing, but, you know. Just could have been. It could have been. But, hey, listen, Drake's the only artist to go platinum this year, so stay out of Drake's way. He's not taking no prisoners, for sure. <laughs> and I don't want to, like, talk about the king, but it's in the news, so I just got to say it. But Dr. Dre, so in the movie, they never really touched on, like, there's always been these allegations that Dr. Dre and, yeah. D. Barnes, you know, had some <laughs> issues with some women. Um, oh, yeah. And, well, 
they're saying that he kind of confessed. He maybe, maybe he hasn't really progressed from that because <laughs> on the album he, he has this song called Issues where he says there's a violent skit at the end with a woman murdered for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he, in, in the, the album, Medicine Man, uh, he says, I even make the bitches I rape come. What? It's really intense. Why would you say that? Yeah. Because so, he's worth $700 million. Yeah. At this point, he's like, and they all listen to Apple Music, too. So. <laughs> all right. So moving from that, Prince has a title release. Prince is loving him some title. So the album's called Hit and Run. It's exclusive to Tidal. He thinks Tidal is just thebomb.com. He came out to say, Tidal has honored us with a non-restrictive arrangement that once again allows us to continue making art in the fashion we've grown accustomed to. We're extremely grateful for their generous support. In this tech-savvy, real-time world we all live in today, everything is faster from its conception and that the one and only meeting... Hit and Run took about 90 days to prepare its release. 90 oh, wow. days. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fair. So, I have this thing about title. Because I understand giving your exclusive rights to somebody, but then at the same time you're going to be making this kickback off it. But is it really going to... I guess someone like Prince doesn't need a push because he's like, I'm fucking Prince. And right. if people don't want to hear my music, then don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about the whole title situation? Well, I think that, you know, being in the music business, I think that it's smart and it helps educate the artists in this new digital streaming era. You know, Prince has always had issues with the record business for years, even when he changed his name to the symbol and 95 when he had slave on his face and um jay-z put up a hundred million dollars of his own money to get this service so when you got people like jay-z madonna and prince they know that the record deal is slavery that's why beautiful women like this stay independent now we definitely know it's a way harder grind mm-hmm. that you got to be your own pr marketing and you know front your own budget but in the end the uh the validation mm-hmm. feels a lot better when you start to see the results. But because a record deal was slavery, mm. can you sit down and talk and negotiate? Always open to negotiation. But if you can do it on your own, Jay-Z has set up a, um, a, a streaming system for you to help an independent artist. Right, yeah. And, I mean, most people like that don't understand how much money it takes and then what we make from CD sales and really who's selling CDs unless you're Drake these days. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't really understand, like, how much goes into it and then be able to recoup what you make. Mm -hmm. And then that's why there's so many independents because, um, you know, label deals aren't what they used to be. 360 deals are crazy. Like, you're just signing your life away now. And you get to develop on your own versus, like, going to a record. Like, you know, it's like we've known so many of our friends who are signed and had singles, and it's like they couldn't drop what they wanted to drop. They had to go with what the label wanted, which ended up being their suicide. Like, you know, it's just sometimes not the best situation. Some people it's worked, but it's like such a small handful of people. So it's like, it's so hard. So it is better to be independent, but then you come with that, that big, huge roadblock that we all got to deal with, <laughs> which is funding your own budget yeah. <laughs> or a private investor. And it's like, ooh, a lot, of, yes. a lot goes into that. So it's like title is a great thing. But I know people look at it like, oh, it's just people at the top, Jay-Z and Prince, getting more money from the consumer. And it's like the platform is to help 
Artists do what once we it do. grows, it will eventually. If you take more artists like her and they start to understand the concept of title and they actually put together a good team, a marketing plan, and get the song, title will work for you. It's not going to work for you just by putting your music up there. You right. actually have to do the work to see the work happen for you, and right. that's where everybody's getting lost. That like, well, I'm on, I'm on the same page, but no, you're not doing no online push. You're not in the streets. You know, you're not combining all of those together to get noticed. Mm-hmm. So you got to do the work. Boom. Yeah. I'm impressed with you guys and your album that you know about. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk oh. after we're gonna talk after this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, but I mean, with you, Abrina, it's you've grown in this business. Uh, very lucky to kind of have certain mentors and people kind of help you out as far as like working with Eric Bell. I mean, you've worked with so many people, so it's got an independent artist too. Is yeah. that kind of what has made you stick to wanting to stay independent? And seeing other people's struggles that that are our friends who go through these? Yeah, it's just from being around a lot of people and just getting good advice. And I've been like a little sponge. I just will like sponge up all this information from everyone. (laughs) And I just like won't talk on it. I'll just be like, hmm, and I'll just be there studying. (laughs) But I just have always just treated it like a business and just it's like any job you have to do your research you have to know what's going on you have to know who's winning like you got to just follow the plan so try to be as smart about it as i can obviously you've made my hand full of mistakes but it's like just gotta keep going keep going um when i had first moved out here to la i was uh did some working with brand x Oh, okay. So I see that you was working with um, Bruce. He said some kind words about you and Swift and Yaz the Great. Shout out to Brand X out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Thaddeus. Yeah, so, you know, I'm sure you picked up a lot from being around them, those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Bruce um, has dropped a lot of knowledge, so definitely have taken a lot from him. And, like, they, they know what they're doing as far as, like, building their brand and just having that whole platform so i learned a lot from them yeah so what do you feel about the whole um social media integration with the music um it's good it's been good and then it's kind of bad but um it's good because it allows independent artists like me to like get your music out there and and branch out and just keep it growing it's like you don't necessarily need to rely on radio anymore Mm. or labels like you can have your own label and grow it on social media but then i feel like it's kind of (laughs) messed up the quality of music these days because everybody is a instagram model (laughs) singer rapper everybody and their mother so but so how do you and that, 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 that i mean i do see that all the time and that's why i was saying to you before we started the show is like we you need to get over to europe because it's like in america we have a new artist every week and they'll drop a hot song but mm-hmm. there's never a good follow-up or it's just a catchy song mm-hmm. and so it's like we're we've become this nation of 90s one hit wonders but it's of the same song yeah. over and over to the same beat yeah. and it's funny i heard this uh this dope art, I mean the song was dope but it was just as I listened to it a couple times because I always go through what songs are we going to play on the beat and as I listened to it again it was just kind of like cue the snares cue the cue the, <laughs> right. the bass and it was just like oh my god it's cookie cutter nice. hip hop hip hop <clears throat> yeah well <laughs> to me every generation gets wiser and, but weaker 
So mm-hmm. as as we continue to grow, they get a lot of smart with technology and all the other stuff. But they're they're not they're losing the the groundwork and mediocre in in the effort and the 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 day to day due diligence that it takes to get to the next level. So they miss out on something. So they might have something that's hot. They got a hundred thousand followers. It gets shared. Now they think they're popular, but they're not popular because I've worked with artists who've had hundreds of thousand followers and will get. 50,000 to 100,000 likes, but can't sell 10,000 yep. CDs or get sell 10,000 downloads. It's, but a lot of it it's is swag. conversation, engagement, and understanding who your core audience is. And, you know, so I do analytics out there. So, I, you know. I can tell. I'm like, dang. So okay. I know, you know, ports okay. and markets and targets and all those things like well, that. We but we need to talk to him for real. Yeah, but, you know, that <laughs> is um, a big part of the game. And some people are getting confused with being basically do you want to be successful or do you want to be popular if you want to be successful you got to take the role like this is going to take a little talk a little more time but if you want to be popular show your ass on instagram and you know they'll share and it get and those views and minus views. the likes um okay so bt did this in our in our wtf moment uh everyone was so excited because bt announced that bt uncut was coming back <laughs> Got him. They got they got me. I was cool. I was like, "What? Oh, cool." Tuesday, eleven p.m. Tune in, and it was kind of like, "Well, you know what? That was the first thing I felt because BT Uncut came, always came on at three a.m. So wait a minute, eleven a.m. I was like, at least midnight because we're just showing <laughs> at eleven o'clock. That was my first clue. So you tune in, all of a sudden you see the tip drill video, the <laughs> you had the scantily clad women, and all of a sudden it cut to BT's resurrection of punked. <laughs> Interesting. So they have a uh, host D Storm Power and special guest Andrew Bachelor. Um and they both scream, Got him <laughs> So this is a new thing that they're doing. They showed the Drake um the Drake punked where he was in the fake earthquake. So I don't I mean I really got excited for Uncut because yeah. it's just I just miss music being on mm-hmm. I miss the raw. music video being on TV mm-hmm. right. period yeah, yeah the rawness but I just miss the music videos being on TV mm-hmm. I can't remember I honestly want to say it was probably Britney Spears for the last like video release on t- television mm-hmm. it was for the, I think Womanizer or something like that and they built it up and it just didn't work and I, that, I mean I feel like that was the last video I've seen that had any hype on television. I mean, we have Revolt and all that stuff that come on, but right. as far as when it comes to, like, MTV, VH1, VH1, if you turn it on at, like, 4 a.m., you might catch some, like, right. something, but... Um, I thought it was good uh, programming to, to set everybody up. That was great. It was great marketing, great job at BET, the whole staff. Um, to, to my salute to BET Uncut, I gotta take it back to the mighty Casey. White girls going through my mind don't tell minister farrakhan he don't want to know what's going on because white girls on my mind yes a shout out to mighty casey i thought it was coming back great marketing but what the what bet should have realized was like you just said the energy that was behind it everyone was excited and reposting and sharing the bet because so that's to let you know that that there is a void well i was going to say do you think that they did it to see what Maybe if people would get a reaction, no, you they can't do that. It was when Nelly put that credit card down that girl's ass. That killed everything. For no, the black man. That was it. There is a void for BET Uncut. We want you. We miss you. Bring back Midnight Love if you're going to bring back something. All right, or Donnie Simpson. There you go. Um, 
Alright, well, let's talk about some new music this week. So, I, pl- I, p- I found this video, and I was almost going to do like a whole segment of white rappers, because there's just been this boom, boom of them <laughs> coming out. So, these two kids, though, I had to put them in there. Their number... They got to know you know, you know Jack, who Jack and Jack. And Jack? Listen, right. if you don't know who Jack, well, Jack, go ahead. I let you do your thing. Then I'll no, go ahead. Oh, Finish Jack that. and Jack are two popular social media stars. They came out of the MadCon era, which was uh, um, where they find the biggest social influencers online. They take them together and they build conscious behind them. But what was happening was they were doing so many meet and greets that they put two and two together. They put a song. They even sold out Wimbledon Stadium. Yeah. These guys are huge, but you'll never hear them on the radio because they don't make radio records. They just have a core audience mm-hmm. of dedicated fans, and they're selling CDs, they're selling merch, and their social numbers are through the roof. Well, actually, they are on the radio because they're number they're one. They're new one? They're number one on the hip-hop ch- on Okay, the well, chart. I take that back with uh, that yeah. one. So, here we go. This is Jack and Jack's song, California. Oh, this is California. Talking about that one. He was in that, and he was from YouTube, and I used to love his videos. What was it? Heat. 
Heat, yes. Uh, thank you, Alexis, Alexis from Long Beach, and Texas. Happy birthday, Alexis. Oh, happy, oh, <laughs> thank you. happy birthday to you. She likes girls too, so if you want to go and dance oh. for her, Brina, we're gonna send a Brina in there to dance for you. Are you just putting Alexis on blast? I mean, <laughs> thanks, Cameron. Well, love you too, boo. All right, so I don't even know where they're just gonna go. The next song, that one. Um, all right, the next song. Found this girl on YouTube. Her name is Marissa. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. I found this on World Star. It's a World Star exclusive video. Marissa, World Star. Need to know. Everything you need to know It's all I need to know All I need to know When I'm ready, I'll let you know We ain't made it there yet, baby So you ain't gotta know Wait till our love grow But until then, you don't need to know You don't need to know Oh, you don't need to know You don't need to know No, what's going on? With you not around It's all I need to know For right now Uh, need to know Um, what did you guys think of this? I was going through some videos And I was just, it's funny, we had Tank in the studio one time And we had played some Someone kind of similar to this Um and he said, you know, it's interesting because ever since Janae came out, um, they keep trying to pitch this melodic type of situation or what? Yeah, and it's not... All I know of, and I heard a song, all I kept thinking was this. All I was thinking was this, like, ride me, mommy. But okay, I well, that's I need for to know. different reasons, Cam. <laughs> like, get your life. What are you thinking, Marina? Um, I actually thought Tink, exactly. Because she even has a song, I think, Need to Know or something yeah. like that. But I was like, that, you know, it's a Tink lane. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. Like, I, I know, You just get a step I up. just need to see more. I need to see more vocals. It's like... You gotta prove more. Exactly. <laughs> and it was uh, a lot of the stuff that I've seen from her is kind of cons- like... Uh, Plateau. She's kind of, it's kind of the same sound with every song. It's like, okay, girl, like yeah. the one song's good. I needed to, you know, you yeah. had to touch another emotion yeah. in me. Right. Gotcha. Um, all right. So we were gonna play this other one, but FKA Twigs dropped this video yesterday, seventeen minutes long. I love FKA Twigs. This video is crazy. It's like this witch does something. She gets pregnant, and yeah, it's N three L L one five five X. Like I am yours In time The locks that you're turning will break And you let me discover you more That's Tyrone? Boom. Was that it? Yep, that's all you gave me Damn Sorry yeah. I right. wanted to see well, there you go. If you I want can to see, see if the, I can look it up. If you want to see the rest of it, it's 17 minutes long. And really? yeah, the beginning starts out really different and very unique. Um, and then it just builds, and the choreography in it for me was what sold me. Because some of the sound, I was just like, girl, like, what are that's we resurrecting funny. right now? <laughs> um, what are you thinking about FKA Twigs? See, that's what I like. It's very out the box, it's mm-hmm. very edgy. Like, I fell in love with her song. Um, Ah, what's it called? What's her big kind of? It's kind of her single. Oh, where she's um, doing the voguing on the 
this um, which is like Cleopatra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh-huh. it's like the slow mo, and there's like people dancing around her. Yeah. I don't know. She has this song that uh, when I first heard it, it was the first single that she had kind of dropped that blew her up. I think so. And she's all gold. Yeah. 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 So that one, as soon as I heard it, I was like, I like this. Like her sound and her videos, and just she's kind of weird and eclectic. It's like I don't know. I it's don't like know. if Aaliyah. And Bjork had a baby. <laughs> there you go. You would get FK twigs. So here we go. In time, the locks that you're turning will break and you let me discover you more. Twigs. Yeah. Go check the rest of that video. That it's dope. 17 minutes long. Um, I love it. Yeah, actually, the song is called Two Weeks. Two Weeks? Yeah, I don't think that's the, the same one, her first single, but it, it's a dope song, so go check it out. All right. Trust me. So there you guys have it. Okay, so Abrina, Fire, My Playground, <laughs> and, and I heard we're working on a My Playground too. That's in the making right now. Nice. All right. And now, so since the last time you've come on the show, I've seen with your work that you're starting to grow, getting, you know, going a different uh, direction or just kind of show a different side of yourself. Yeah. And that's what we see with fire? Yeah. I just, I've never done a video where I had a love interest. Mm. And um, it, I just wanted it to, you know, the story, I wanted it to come out in the video. And it's a very personal story, you know. And um, I just want, yeah, I wanted it to be more emotional, just more into what I was trying to portray. And tell us what fire, the story of fire. So fire um, is about like a ride or die chick. And it kind of relates and uses a lot of analogies to like criminal activity, very Bonnie and Clyde. And it's basically just holding down your man like through anything and you know, he will kind of be doing some things, running from the police or some, you know, gangster. whatever. Gangster, you like gangsters whatever. over there? Yeah. <laughs> like a bad boy over there. She, she ride and die. So, um, you know, it just talks about how I just had someone's back through it all. So, And my favorite thing about this song is the nostalgic sound it has. We're just going to play it. And you will understand exactly what I'm talking about. So here we go, Abrina Fire. You're the bone to my chain. You're the rock to my rain. You're the hit to my bingo. I'm the rock to your rhyme. I'm the grit to your grind. I'm the sun to your shine.
get a little NWA fuck the police on this? <laughs> they got away. Um, is the sample the sample gives me like Diddy? What was it? Diddy Loon? Is that what it was? Diddy Loon. Oh, it girl? gives me like a. The early 2000s kind of vibe. I had a J-Lo like, feeling there. Is that what it was? No, it had given me all that. It makes me feel like... It, that's what I'm saying. It brings me back to like a good time. Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Good. Good. I like that. <laughs> what um, about the video? Um, you shot it out here in California? Uh, yes, it was um, a little bit past like the Coachella Valley area. So it took a minute to get out there. And it was hot. Like crazy hot. Like you walk to feet and you're like get me the fuck out of here so you really wanted to be in character the song's fire so we're gonna feel like we are on fire basically i was like yeah we really are on fire (laughs) but it made the shoot difficult like we really were out there pushing like pushing and um so i'm so glad that everything worked out and all it it all was worth it but on the day of like I was trying not to be a diva. I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> so it was. It worked out. It was good. And so we had a little caravan of people, too. So I was like, wow, we all pulled it together. You had to cut the check and pay the budget for that okay. thing, too. We, we did. We did. And look, like you had the fire and everything. So, um, so the yeah. gasoline. You know, the, <laughs> the cop car, car, the actors. <laughs> I see that you didn't show the guy's face a lot. What was you trying to... What was that about? <laughs> you mean my love interest? Yes. No, um... I think it was just more on the editing side. It just was with certain scenes. Like, we wanted to give him some mysteriousness. Yeah. Even though I gave him a shout-out on my Instagram. Shout-out to Jay Romero. That's who it was. Huh. Um, but, yeah, no, I think it, we just wanted to show it more, like, in the motion mm-hmm. and not just focus on, like, who, who exactly is. he was. Like, just wanted to show the figures and, like, what it represented. So if you guys want to see the rest of that story, make sure you guys check out the full video to Fire. Now... You're working on new music. Yes. What is it that you're trying to get out of My Playground 2 that you weren't able to get on My Playground? I'm trying to get, you know, people always love, like, with Fire, this was one of the best or one of the most um, favorite songs that, like, a lot of the fans said that they love from My Playground. And I think it's because, like, the story just was more substance to mm-hmm. it. So definitely want to give more stories, more substance. And as far as the sound, I just, I don't want to do everything that everyone's expecting with all the West Coast girls doing. Like, it's all Tanache sounding and yep. all that. I was just getting ready to say Natalie DeRosa's. Uh, yeah, and everybody <clears throat> is, and the thing is, it's funny, being an independent artist, everyone's trying to push me to keep doing those songs. And I'm going to be honest, I have some turn-up songs that are West Coast sounding, but I'm trying to do songs like this where I really want to do that like people are like man it just gives me a good feel like no one's doing this Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to do more stuff people haven't heard and like I'm trying to fill that void that's there that's you know cool young and I like the control you have of your voice in it. It's not, you're not pushing too much, but then you hit it right in the right, like, you're on fire. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It, it gives it the song, It's it gives it this, what did we call you? Remember we came up with a name for you in your genre? I, oh, I'm going to have to go back. It was like hip hop. And then we had another like mixture into it. I'm gonna have to go back to that video and come up oh, with what it was. Yeah. But you stayed consistent with it. But there's a there's something different about this song and and just watching the video, 
as far as what we've seen from you in the past, it's like you really are growing into your womanhood, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see this next project. And like, I just look at Abrina like she like my little sister, like um, <laughs> little family. Here. Well, we ain't we ain't related, so I you know. Cameron, you man, you ain't gonna touch. I'm, I'm protect saying, him like the big brother me, too. I'm just trying to get her out the friend zone. <laughs> get your life. So I'm really excited to see what you're working on, and you're gonna be doing some touring. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be heading over to the East Coast. East Coast. I'm excited. Finally getting back to New York. New hey. York. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> studio audience is really excited about <laughs> that as well. That. Thank you, thank you. And um yeah, I know we're also working on getting getting out the country, doing uh, like an Asia tour, mainly in China. Mm. So I'm excited about that. I haven't been over to Asia in a minute since I went to the Philippines. So I'm ex- looking forward to that. How have you kind of um, allowed your inspiration to, as far as like promoting Fire and promoting your music that you have out now, and then working on something current, you know, it's kind of like, how do you find inspiration as far as pushing forward on your new project, but still kind of being in the lane of like, I still have to focus sure, and care about my playground, mm-hmm. but you know. Yeah, and I mean... I feel like I'm at this point where I'm like, oh, I want to put something new out so bad. So I I feel like fire just, it, it, I'm so happy it's out. And I'm like, I'm just like, okay, let's, whatever else we put in out. So I'm just in a hurry. I feel like I'm going to explode with so much new music. But right. it's exciting at the same time. But I mean, as far as inspiration, like it's so much. I mean, everything just... Just from knowing, finally, like, seeing the response to Fire and the feedback, how it just was so organic, like, people just liked it. And I was like, okay, good, thank you. Like, this is what I want. So after me knowing that, like, it's it just is flowing. Like, it's just easy for me now because this is what I like. Like, this is what I want to do. So It's the real Brina. So yeah. to elaborate, elaborate a little bit on his question, how is the mentality knowing that you have to do everything by yourself and still be inspired to go in the studio and write when you know you gotta you're getting pulled in so many directions <laughs> that has to be so mentally exhausting it it is it really is i mean just you know being an independent artist you really have like the world on your shoulders <laughs> but i mean i do have a great team so like i have a little you know good team so shout out to them but it's that is, it's a very challenging thing. I'll just be straightforward. Very challenging. Are you dating now? Um, I'm single. How long have you been single? Boy, um, get to I, the fans are. Him. I just no, got a tweet. This is. I just got a tweet for, to ask her if she was dating. All right. That's all. Yeah, there you go. So it was, was it at John? Boy, get your Santa Barbara. <laughs> Don't listen to him. He's gonna try and corrupt you. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, yeah. this, this is with fans. You know, this, be sure that's not just of, your question. Oh, we've been we've been this over here. We all been. Well, if they want to know that, Abrina, where can everyone tweet you and, and ask you those personal, yes. intimate questions? Oh, ask away. It's uh, at, I mean, don't get any ideas from him, though. Right. But. <laughs> Listen, I was introduced through the That Good record. So I used to go watch it. I hear it on the radio, then I'd see the That Good, and I had to watch it again last night. Well, like, right oh. now you're acting like you're blowing. So we're going to just come up with all Abrina tracks. Okay. Um, Jesse J. <laughs> Oh, look, and your mind automatically goes there. Where? I don't know. You said okay, blowing smoke, but that good is a good video. Thank you. And you know that's how I was introduced to you. So oh, okay, I'm a fan, yeah, no. And now fire gonna be on repeat, on replay. <laughs> now you me. gotta get on fire. Now. Yes, for sure. Okay. So where can everyone check so, out the rest of the video and tweet you? At Abrina Music, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything's Abrina Music. A B R I N A. 
Boom. Make sure you guys check out Fire Cam. Where can uh, everyone check you out? Um, you can catch me on Toro with Abrina. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to add it to the team. It's like, no, you can catch me at camera penny underscore just like that. Or I'm going to take a selfie with her. She's going to post it and you can find me on her. Instagram. Don't be telling her what she's going to do. He's setting it up. <laughs> See, okay. social media guru right there. That's how you know. <laughs> there you guys have it. Also, make sure you guys check out my playground, Abrina's latest album and you guys can also hit us up at BH Online the Beat TV on Instagram and tweet me at DJ Jesse J till next week peace from executives Kevin Undergaro Dario Kristen Tiana Hobson and the entire BHL staff we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment for questions and comments contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on Facebook Tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Music, Music redefined. redefined. Black Hollywood Live. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.